The man who loves God is known by God. Make no mistake, God first loved us, but our love is our love for him is said in Corinthians to be that identifying factor of how God knows us. Those who love and are therefore known by God are they that own the promises of God. The faithfulness of Israel, Moses, Abraham, Isaiah, etc., all of these things, all the way up to Anna and Simeon in the gospel accounts. Mind you, they were faithful till the end. Okay? They were waiting for the consolation of Israel. These people who loved God were known by God. Now, turn to verse 29. This is going to get me in some trouble, but it's okay. Verse 29, here's what it says. Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Okay, verse 29, here we go. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. For those whom he foreknew. This has been interpreted uh, by many for many years, okay? Many years to be understood as a theological concept of God knowing something before it happened. Foreknowledge, a prediction of sorts, okay? That's what many scholars, many scholars would read this to say. The problem is, the problem is it doesn't mean that. The problem is the word is pronounced prognosco. It is pronounced, it is used four times in the entire Bible, in the entire New Testament, and every time it is used, guess what it refers to? It refers to a former knowledge of a thing or a people group. It does not mean before the foundation of the world, I knew who would accept me or I knew who I chose. That's not what the term means. The term means I knew you from old. Guess what? It's the same thing as me saying to Barney, man, I knew you 10 years ago. I knew you back in the day. I knew you in this particular situation. With that understanding in mind, it's interesting that the, the, the interpretation of the passage of Scripture completely changes. So what has Paul told us so far? He says, we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him. And that no means, based on former knowledge, based on a former, uh, a former understanding, based on observable past events, we know that God is faithful. What are those past events? The very people that the Bible says he foreknew. Who is it talking about? It's talking about Israel. And it can be challenged. It can be, you can spend hours and hours fighting over this, but the words mean what the words mean, which means that the Apostle Paul has said in this context, listen, here's how sure you are that God is going to work all things together for, for your good. Those whom God foreknew, Israel, God predestined. What did he predestine them for? Doesn't say salvation here. He predestined them to become conformed to the image of his son. Why? Because scripture tells us very clearly that Jesus would be the firstborn among many brethren. And Jesus came to the Jews. He is the Jewish Messiah. Those whom God foreknew, he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. And those whom he predestined, he called. How are we called, church? How are we called? 
We are called by the gospel, aren't we? That's who Jesus went to with the gospel, isn't it? Those whom he predestined, he called. And those whom he called, he justified. Now, here's an important theological point. Either we are justified the way Paul says we're justified, by grace through faith, or Romans 5.1, that we are justified by faith, which is what he says, in the Messiah, or what Paul introduces here is two ways of justification. One is by faith, and the other one is by some sort of sovereign decree long ago before it ever took place. It's not what is said. Those whom he foreknew, Israel, he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, firstborn among many brethren. Those whom he predestined, he called through the gospel, because that's the way we're all called. Those whom he called, he justified, and they are justified just like you, by grace, through faith. If they don't put their faith in Jesus, they die. By faith, they are justified, and those whom he justifies, what does scripture say? He glorifies. What is his plan? Future glorification. The Apostle Paul has just said to all of us, he has said, listen, we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. We know it. It's based on past events. As a matter of fact, let me give you an example of one. Those whom he foreknew, the Jews, he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. Those whom he predestined, he called. Those whom he called, he justified. Those whom he justified, he glorified. What shall we say then? Well, if God is for us, well, who in the world can be against us? If he's not against them, if he has brought them through, why would it change for us? It's called context. And it's called understanding the words on the page. You notice that every one of those words, predestined, foreknew, predestined, called, justified, and glorified are all in the past tense. They're all in the past tense because he's talking about those whom he knew before. What is the beautiful truth for you and for me? <laughs> if we will heed that call, if we will put our faith in him, if we will accept his justification and we will listen and obey and trust him for our glorification, what in the world do you think can separate us from the love of God? Isn't that amazing? Now, theologians over time past have said the reason why it speaks of things in the past tense, especially glorified, how many of you know we're not glorified yet? Yeah, we've spent three weeks talking about the fact that future glorification is what we're looking to. And theologians have said the reason it says glorified in the past tense is because this thing is so true, it's as good as done. That is stretching it. You are forcing the text to say something that it simply doesn't say. And then when you look at the broader context, you realize that the Apostle Paul has said, oh, by the way, by the way, that thing that you knew from the past, those people that God has been faithful to, that he has brought through, remember Anna and remember Simeon, remember John the Baptist, faithful Jews to the end. They've died, they're glorified, life is good for them. Remember that? If God is for you, well then who in the world can be against you? 